0: Coming to you live from the Fuel 50 booth at the heart of HR tech, it's the Chad and Cheese podcast. We are diving deep into the world of HR technology, tackling workforce challenges with innovative solutions, and we'd like to give special thanks to Fuel 50, the science-based talent marketplace that bridges skills gaps, unlocks hidden potential, and supports better retention and engagement. Let's do this.
1: Now, what's up, everybody? It's your parole officer's favorite podcast, a.k.a. the Chad and Cheese <laughs> podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman, joined as always, the black to my jack, yes. Chad Sowash. And we are happy to welcome <clears> Heather <throat> Bussing of Bussing Law. Bussing
2: Law.
0: <laughs> you need to like, need, wait, if you do commercials, you need that that that, that monster truck. Bussing Law. Sunday Sunday, 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 Sunday. bus, 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 <laughs> bus. bus, bus. <laughs> Like prestige. <laughs> uh prestige added a global. Prestige. Geez Global. global. Blah, blah, okay, blah. okay, Heather. So you have already finished your talk,
1: which I'm is why so you're happy. so relaxed, which is why you're so, so relaxed. She's happy. barefoot. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Uh, crisscrossed applesauce. I love the chair. Right? Yeah. I love it.
2: Well, it's because my feet don't touch the floor. <laughs> uh,
1: that's uh, nice. That's I think the, nice. the chairs move
0: up and down. Uh, I'd like, have to look at My baby
2: seated there, and I'm five years yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> so so what did you talk do? about? Yeah, yeah. what did you
0: talk about yesterday?
2: We talked about pay equity. Okay, we, that's big. We talked about how pay equity can begin to change your day. GE and I focus.
0: How's that work? Okay. Because for me, this is more about equity than it is diversity and inclusion. Right. So how do we get, how do we get those others in there as we're working on equity?
2: Yeah. There's a couple things. One is pay equity involves money.
0: Yeah. So if you you get that right. And or lack of money. Yes. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Well, but money is a proxy for so so many things in an organization. That's a good point. Yeah, that's right? a great point. You yeah. know, a budget is a statement of values. Yeah. And yeah. what you pay people is... keeping um, score. Keep and score. Yeah. Exactly. So if you can start to get that right, it's just math, right? So you can route around all of the, you really need to, you know, do X. Yeah. Because... You can see it.
0: But it's just math. But that is math in many cases that actually impacts the margins. So therefore, that's one of the reasons why if you can pay your people lower, and this is how obviously management has thought for many, 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 many years, why not get away with it? If you can pay them lower, then we get more money into our pockets margin-wise, stock buybacks, all that other fun stuff. So why not do that? So I mean, why has it taken so long? We're not a parody right now right oh no we're in 2023 and we're still seeing huge gaps yep why if it's just a math problem why are we still seeing this problem
2: because until now we had to do multivariate regressions on excel spreadsheets bless
0: you
1: (laughs) what did she say did she say
2: that out
0: loud I, I, this you is, need to dumb it down for this the chat. and This is a show. kid-friendly yeah. podcast. You gotta watch your yeah, mouth, you, you Heather.
1: Sure, yeah, watch it. Uh, so <laughs> Go to, dig into that.
2: Yeah, what you had to do was do a statistical analysis yes. about who was paid and what pay grades, and then figure out if the outliers uh-huh. were correlated to a protected class. Usually it, gender, but race is also pretty common. Yeah. But with technology now, we can do all the protected classes. Yes. Um, so we can track that if we have the data and we don't have data on everything like right. LGBTQ not, not, well, is Not everybody identifies
0: either. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. And I
2: don't blame them. So the... St- statistical work is much easier right and then once you have figured out how to group your comparable jobs uh-huh. because what what we've been doing until now is we look at people's job titles and we look at their pay grade right okay and then we compare their pay and that's not really comparing whether there's equal work for equal pay okay it's whether. There's equal pay for equal pay, yeah. <laughs> right? So you end up with the self-licking ice cream cone that doesn't really tell you anything, but it's always good news.
1: Begin <laughs> right? yeah, with the potty mouth, the self-licking <laughs> ice cream. I, <laughs> self-licking ice cream. I think. Yeah, I think give, that, us, give us the current state of pay equity. We had when DEI was popular and everyone was talking about it. This was a hot issue. We've seen laws passed recently. We saw Indeed, you know, require. Pay to range, or they although we've seen companies yeah. get around that. Like, give us the current state of of the issue of pay transparency.
2: Okay. Well, um, first, I want to talk about Claudia Golden, who won the Nobel Prize yeah. this week, yes, for her work on women in the workplace. And basically, she said we stalled out during the pandemic, and women lost ground in pay equity. Uh huh. And there are still tremendous gaps in between men and women doing the exact same job. Why? Because the
0: math is there. The platforms are there. It just seems like to me, and, and this is, I think the missing piece, the will is not there. The will of organizations. And at this point, unless organizations are mandated to do this, it's not going to happen. So what do we do? Right. Without the government, what are we going to do? We're going to sit here. We're going to continue to have this conversation.
2: This is where pay transparency helps, right? Yes. Because if everybody has to post legitimate pay ranges, not just wild. not
0: zero to two million. Right.
2: Exactly. <laughs> but that's
0: just on the incoming, right? What about all the disparity that's happening within the actual workforce itself? Right. I know that's a start for people coming in and the people on the outside can look out to these jobs and say, wait a minute, I'm not getting paid that salary. So there is some of that. But I mean, that's a, that's an external. What about the current internal parity that we just can't see?
2: Technology can help because we're getting much, much better. Uh-huh at being able to understand the work. So so we're actually, you know, looking at skills, developing skills, taxonomies, you know, figuring out what's involved in the work. Yeah. It's early days, but we're also getting better job descriptions because there is technology that can help create that so that you don't have to get all the weird things out of recruiting C-drives and all the stuff over at workers' comp and... You know, so once we have a really great understanding of the work, we can get really accurate analysis and assessment uh-huh. of what's going on with pay equity. And then it's cheaper to fix it. Yeah. It's cheaper to fix it than fight about it. But
0: it's, it's also evidence. But if they're getting away with it now, it's I mean, it's not costing them anything right now.
2: Well, California is requiring companies to report. Uh-huh. Yeah pay to the regulators and they have the same technology that we do.
0: Yeah. I So mean, you're talking about these platforms. Give us some ideas of some platforms that you would suggest for any company who really cares yeah. about pay equity.
2: Yeah. Well... Let me make my FTC disclosure here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of content work for salary.com and ADP. And okay. I and they are both on track okay. and doing amazing work.
0: Now, what about startups like Syndio? Those are companies that are just specifically focused, narrowly focused on pay equity. What about companies like that?
2: It depends on how they've approached the, how do we compare the work aspect? Okay, And I don't, I don't know. Part of what I'm here to do today is go around and find out what people are doing. Great. So I will check them out. Thank you.
1: So Chad talks about government and regulations, and there's a a piece of that. I think a certain segment would say the market is taking care of a lot of this. In other words... I know, I know that if I have a, a, a pay range, the applicants I get are going to be more qualified because they're going to be in that pay range expectation. Obviously, services like PayScale and, and, and whatnot sheds a light on what people are getting paid, that people are more informed. What do you say to the, well, the market is taking care of some of that argument?
2: I think that's right. I think we also have to look at sheer demographics, because we saw a labor shortage after the pandemic. We've seen job growth ever since. Yeah. And the reality is that women are waiting longer to have kids. They're having fewer kids. We have immigration policies that make it very hard for people to come in and work. Uh-huh. And we've got an aging population that is retiring. Oh, yeah. So we have a labor shortage for the foreseeable future, but how that shakes out in individual jobs is always going to ebb and flow.
1: So your angle on market taking care of it is that boomers are retiring at a 10,000 plus per day clip eventually there'll be a shortage pay will equal out and everything will be hunky-dory or closer to,
0: to what it is now when has Hopefully. that ever happened in our society with the market because the market's never fixed right. it before right. so right. why do you think the market's going to fix it now i'm just asking our, i'm just, our I'm just asking here. i'm asking I, historically I it the market didn't it won't fix it my
1: question was there is a segment that will say the market will take care of some of that no, you don't I need agree. the government. Yeah. To come down, I was asking her take on market forces versus I was asking
0: you a question as well. It's okay. Oh man. I think
1: (laughs) I think both are right.
0: I agree. I think they have to work together. But the, the problem I think we've had is we haven't had enough government intervention, which everybody hates to hear, but we in our history have not seen parity. So, therefore, we, we have to do something different, right? Hey, look, we
1: give, we give Indeed a hard time almost every week. but oh, yeah. We are both on the same page in exactly. saying yes. requiring companies in their job description to put a pay range. Or if you don't, we're going to put one in for you. So, so questions. Is do you good. think
0: Indeed would have done that without all of the states of course this- not. Okay. okay. Of course not. So therefore government. That was not a market pressure. That was a governmental yeah, pressure. Yeah, no.
2: And and both things are correct, uh-huh. but the labor shortage is also going to make movement in DE&I because we ha- we're going to have to hire everyone and exactly. we're going to have to learn to work together. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's not going to be optional anymore. Yeah.
1: That's a demographic <laughs> yeah. issue yes. from your standpoint. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay.
2: Yes, and then things get real. Yeah. Because it's not about convincing people about things that they don't think matter. It's it's about look, do you want to be in business or not?
1: Maybe getting in the weeds. You work with a lot of companies, they come to you for questions and you have answers. What are they asking you? Is it is it basic stuff? Is it really detailed? What are what are your customers and clients asking about on this issue?
2: Well they're I still get questions. How do I every, not get
1: sued? Is that... <laughs> or, or do I have how to? How do I not have to hire busing <laughs> law?
2: <laughs> well, my clients don't hire me to do litigation because I quit doing litigation. I fulfilled my lifetime quota of fighting with people So a you're few more years preventative ago. maintenance. I am preventative ah, maintenance. I like that. And getting in there before there's trouble. And wage hour stuff is always big. And I tell people you you know, outsource your payroll to a reputable company that's gonna be here ten years from now yes. that understands the laws of all fifty states. Yeah. You know. COVID is still a big issue for employers and Employment lawyers, because the rules keep changing and sick leave Uh. states are changing new laws in response to all of the ones that expired. Yeah. And so everyone's trying to sort that out, including me.
1: Unions are having a moment. Yes. Talk about that, because I think that is, you know, ingrained a lot in this this equity issue and getting paid what I'm worth and inflation and COVID. Like, give us your take on the, the, the rise of the unions. And we're here in yeah. Vegas where there's a threat a of point. the service industry yeah. striking. yeah.
2: Well, it's the power dynamics, right? Right. Because the employers hold the purse and the only way that at-will employment, right? Right, right. (laughs) We don't like your classes. You're fired. And so the only way that employees can have leverage in the conversation is to join together. And we have a framework for that in place under the National Labor Relations Act.
1: So you're not surprised to see this rise in unions am not whatsoever. Surprised.
2: I am not surprised. Hey,
0: are you, are you surprised that it took so long? Because the the unions were busted up back in the 80s and they then they just started to atrophy and then the pitchforks are now starting to come out. This is what we Joel and I have been talking about for years. The pitchforks are going to come out and now they're coming out in the form of the union. Are you surprised that it took so long?
2: Yes, but I, I I'll tell you what happened. COVID.
0: Ah. Uh, as an accelerator for many things.
2: When you decide that you are not willing to die for your employer, mm-hmm. turns out there's a lot of other stuff you don't <laughs> want to do either.
1: That's right? a great perspective. And, yes. and,
2: and we learned that things can change on a dime and that all of the things that people were asking for suddenly became possible. Yes. Gosh. Yes. And so we don't believe that you can't do it anymore. Yeah. You know, that that's what employees are thinking. Heather,
1: we're at a show, maybe the biggest show of the year in terms of technology and, and TA and HR. Any takeaways so far from the show or things that you're anxious to see? Any vendors that you're interested in talking to?
2: I'm excited to just see what's going on and what people are working on. You know, generative AI is hot, but we'll see how that goes out. I am very skeptical. Yes. Um, but I'm interested in that and I'm interested in figuring out how people are understanding the work.
1: Everyone of a certain age, and I'm looking at everyone at the table, is a little skeptical about all of this stuff. Heather, thanks for joining us. For our listeners who want to know more about you or connect, where would you send them?
2: Connect with me on LinkedIn, busting Easy.
1: Too easy. easy. I love it. Another one in the can, Chad. We out. We out.
2: Wow. Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chad and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell. Enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey.